Jesus is dot, dot, dot. Could be anything, couldn't it? I was like, oh, I'm going to preach on Jesus is hope. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm going to preach on Jesus is purpose. Oh, no, I'm going to preach on Jesus is freedom, is his strength. His, uh, there's so many things that it could have been. But what I settled on in the end was Jesus is peace. Jesus is peace. His name is peace. The Bible talks about Jesus being the Prince of Peace. And I know that we need to access peace in our lives from time to time. Whether you're feeling the stress at the moment or maybe you're not, you're feeling really good, things are going well, uh, there'll probably be a time that you might need uh, to access that peace in your life. I would imagine uh, just through life and different stuff. This time of year, there just ends up being a little bit more franticness. Uh, there's, you know, maybe you're not loving, um, you know, the going out and the socialising and the party, and that puts pressure on you. You feel the anxiety or the, or the um, pressure of hosting things or the financial pressure that it, uh, happens at this time of year or maybe just that getting to the shops and the pressure of buying the right thing for the right person with the millions of other people in the shopping centre. You know, there's lots of things that can be stirred in us and that's not even touching on the normal things in life, the normal pressures that you might have in relationships or uh, with finances or with children or any number of different areas internally, as Jordan talked about. Her story was that outside her life looked pretty good. She was living the dream, as it were, but internally there was this um, conflict, this thing of just self-worth and not good enough and and not loved and not lovable. But this is where Jesus comes in because he can bring peace despite any circumstances, despite anything that's going on, despite the extra pressures, uh, and we can access that peace. You know, the Bible is full of references of peace. 397 mentions of peace in the Bible. That's more than one a day for the whole year. Different scriptures about peace. It's full of the peace of God. And uh, Jesus, as I said, that Prince of Peace in Isaiah 9 verse 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulder. His name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And we sing, as I said, these carols at this time of year, so many references to God as peace, to Jesus as peace. I used to love singing Silent Night to my children, Sleep in Heavenly Peace. I would sing it all through the whole year, not just in December. (laughs) Sleep, please, precious one, would you just sleep? (laughs) Uh, Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king, peace on earth and mercy mild. Isn't that what so many people, they just, if it's like, if you had one wish, what would it be? That there would be peace on earth that would there would be no wars peace on earth, goodwill to all men. And uh, let me just tell you, here on the Sunshine Coast next week, we're going to be having our Christmas services at night time, and they are going to be epic. Uh, We sing these beautiful carols. We open up our car park for a big party and food and kids fun, and come along and bring your friends. Those ones that you know need the peace of God, invite them next week to church, and the week after we'll be to two massive Christmas Sunday nights uh, for introducing people to the gospel because we know the good news, right? We know the good news is that there is a God who loves us. There is a God who wants peace in our lives. He wants abundant life for us. We have the good news. We want to share it. You know, there's so many times in my life in living that I need to access the peace of God. For a start, I've got three children 
and uh, I need to access that multiple times. For any parent who knows uh, that some of the things that they do, it can stir you right up. In actual fact, I think parenting, it brings out the best in you, also brings out the worst in you. I mean, we've had multiple hospital trips, we've had ambulance rides, we've had broken bones, we've had calls from the police, uh, we've had missing children, uh, we've had runaway children, we've had... uh, um, we've had uh, McDonald's playgrounds have all the um, the panels pushed out of them, the plastic perspex for fun. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking at the time is what it was said. It doesn't bring out the best in me. It doesn't bring out peace in me, all right? There's just loads of different... We've had motorbike accidents. We've had um, oh, just, yeah, some, some behaviours that don't bring peace. Let's just say that, all right? This is just my children. Okay, that's one aspect of my life. I haven't even started on the husband or the marriage, but (laughs) I'm not going to for the sake of keeping the peace. But let me just say, we've been married nearly 25 years next April, and it's not all 100% peace, let me tell you that. (laughs) I mean, he's a good guy. Like, like, don't misunderstand me. That's a good guy. But hey, we're both human, right? We're both human. It's not like 100% peace. Um, in, in our, <laughs> I get the last word. I get the last word. You've heard from John. He doesn't get another chance this morning, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Come back tonight, he says. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's things in life. There's things in life that, I mean, even our, my job, I'm not even starting on my job and the, um, the pressures and the responsibilities and the weight that comes with that, the opposition that comes with that, it doesn't necessarily pull out the peace in me, right? Uh, I feel like through everything that I live and through sometimes daily feeling extra pressure, an extra burden, something goes wrong, some curveball comes, something unexpected, I feel I've been able to access the peace of God. I feel like that despite my circumstances, I've learned how to live above them despite what's going on for me in my life, despite what's going on in my personal thoughts and bombardment, different places. I feel like I've learned how to access that peace. And that's something that I want to help you with today that I want to share with you. So are you ready for this, guys? If you know Jesus, you can know peace. This is the title of my message today. Jesus is peace. If you know him, you will know peace. If you don't know him, you won't know peace. If you know him, if you really know him, if you spend time with him, you can't, you can't know him without spending time with him. The more that you spend time with Jesus, the more that you get to know him, the more peace that you can access for your life. The name of God is Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. Jesus wants us to have a blessed life. He wants us to live our best life. He wants us to have an abundant life. He wants the best for you. He wants you to be able to access this peace. So how do we access it? Let's look to the Bible, which has 397 mentions of peace. And this is one of them. Philippians 4 verse 6. Be anxious for nothing. Now, don't stop there, okay? Because I know many of you go, yeah, I've heard that before. I don't know how to do it. I get anxious and I can't just make a decision to stop being anxious. Let me go on. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, make your, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, 
That's everything that we can think. That's everything despite our circumstances. That's everything despite what's going on in our personal world. It surpasses that. It exceeds that. It, it goes supersedes all of that understanding in our own mind. The peace of God will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Isn't that a great scripture? I'm going to break it down for us today and explain what that really means, what that can look like on a day-to-day basis. Paul, when he wrote this, was most likely in prison. He wasn't living in a life that was perfect, uh, no problems, no stress, no cause for anxiety, just saying, be anxious for nothing. He was living in a prison, which was not a pretty prison, wasn't a comfortable prison. There was no hope of him ever getting out. He didn't know what his future was going to look. He was frustrated because he couldn't get out there and share uh, the Word of God with people. So he's writing these letters, this one to the church. Church of Philippi to share things that he's learnt about Jesus, about the Prince of Peace, how he can help. Whether it's whether today it's something that you feel anxious, maybe you feel worried, maybe you're stressed about something, maybe you're burdened, maybe you are getting angry too easily, maybe you're getting angsty, maybe you're just feeling that tension, that pressure. You're not alone. This is for you today. So, how do you get peace? by not being anxious. How do you not be anxious? Let's break it down. The first one is prayer and supplication. Prayer, and that's what the Word of God tells us through prayer and supplication. In everything, in everything, prayer and supplication. Prayer for me is a daily habit. It needs to be. I need to access this peace every day. I know if I don't, If I haven't done it by the afternoon, I'm feeling the pressure. I'm feeling getting under it. I know I need to, at the start of each day, get into that place of prayer, get into that place with Jesus where I spend time with Him, where I can be in His presence, where I can get to know Him more. For me, my number one key in reducing anxiety is through prayer. I need to pray. If I want to make it through the day happy, I need to pray. Whether it's a work day, a travel day, a holiday, a day off, doesn't matter what kind of day it is, I need prayer. I need to put him as a priority in my pray, in my day to come into that presence of God and to be with him, to get stuff off me, to let go that anxiety, that pressure. Because there's an exchange that takes place. I can't afford not to do this. I've learned this. I didn't used to live in a place where I felt peace. I thought I did, but I'd feel like, oh, that's causing me stress. That's causing me stress. That's, I blame all these situations. But really, it was me not having the inner peace, not being able to access that place of peace with God. Supplication is more than petitioning, more than requesting. Supplication suggests an earnestness in extended prayer. So really getting into that place with God where you're staying there and you're in that prayerful place. It's not just about words, but about fully transferring the burdens of one's soul into God's hands. That full transference. I love that. There wouldn't be a day that goes by where I wouldn't let go those stresses, those burdens, that heaviness, those worries, those doubts, those fears, not one single day that goes by where I wouldn't hand them over to God and let them 
off me. Let them wash off me in the presence of God. It's been a game changer for me. Letting go harassment, letting go those things that go round and round in my mind, letting go those things that get on me in heaviness or opposition or just cloud of thinking. Matthew 11 verse 28 says, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. I don't know if that's you here today. You're feeling a bit weary. You're carrying some burdens. You're feeling the weight of it. Jesus says, come to me. I will give you rest. And you're like, oh man, I want that. I need that. I, that place would be good for me. He says, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden, the burden I give you is light. How do we live above our circumstances? You might hear that. People say that. This is how you do it. It's exchange and exchange. You're coming into that place of prayer and supplication. You're giving God all those burdens, those worries, those fears, that heaviness, and you're receiving that peace. He is the Prince of Peace and He comes and He breathes on you. Let your requests be made known to God. Big requests, huge things, things that happen once in a lifetime, a huge heaviness, you're giving that to God, the little things, the daily things, those little things that frustrate you or bug you, you're giving all that to Him as well. You know, there was a time when I was growing up and I was maybe 16, I was at a, a church camp, it was a youth and young adults camp, and uh, we were playing games, as you do, very competitive, my brothers were there, um, my not yet husband, I mean I was 16, uh, was there, and uh, there were some crazy games being played, and this often happens at youth camps or whatever, um, especially before the whole OH&S and like risk assessment, all this sort of thing we're talking a little while ago, and uh, the idea was that uh, you had to get your team member, and there was a high jump um, set up, and you had to pass your team members over the top of the high jump bar and drop them onto a mattress the other side. But that high jump bar was taller than anyone's head. And so you really had to like hurl this person over. And it ends up being, and I didn't remember this until only just recently, my husband John was carrying my brother on his shoulders. And my brother is, he's six foot four and he's a big guy. And as he tried to shove him over, my brother just like barely, you know, got over the um, rod and just straight onto the concrete floor, no mattress. And his his neck, I know, I know why you're cringing, because he shouldn't have ever done it. His his neck, like it snapped. And he just lied there and everyone's freaking out. Ambulance was called and they take him off. It's like, is his neck broken? Is he ever going to walk again? It was a scary time. And my brother and I, we're pretty close. We're like 13 months um, in age apart. He's one year older than me. And I went to bed that night. We didn't have mobile phones, okay, so we didn't get any reassuring texts or calls. And I was waiting for my sister to come back and they'd call my parents to come down. It was just one of those freaky moments. And I'm lying in bed and I'm feeling stressed, feeling anxious 
anxious. I'm feeling the burden. I'm crying because I'm, I'm just like, I'm so scared of what's going to happen to him. And is he going to walk again? Has he got a broken neck? You know, what's the deal? And I was praying and I was crying out to God. And I was like, Jesus, would you look after him? Would you keep him safe? Would you heal him? And I, I swear I heard an audible voice of God. I've only heard that twice in my life. And he said, he's my son. I'll look after him. Honestly, the instant peace that I heard right there, that that I felt, I was just like, oh my gosh, of course he is your son. You will look after him. Oh God, I can relax and be okay and be filled with peace in that moment. And he was okay. He just had a chipped vertebrae. He didn't break his neck. He didn't have to be in a, you know, brace or whatever. And uh, luckily for my husband, John, that he didn't have a lawsuit against him. I don't know. Uh, This is what we can access, right? That peace, that Prince of Peace. My challenge for you, every day this month, would you take some time to hand over your stresses to God? Would you say, God, as I come into your presence, I give you that thing that's annoying me, that I'm struggling with, that's weighing me down, and I hand it over to you. Would you take the challenge of doing it every day in this month and and start that exchange of giving your stuff to Jesus. Come to me, all you who are weary. So that's the first one, by prayer and supplication. The second one is with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. We need to make a choice to be thankful to God for so many things. There's an incredible amount of things that we can be thankful for. We live in a beautiful country. We, there's a scripture, it's in Psalm 118, verse 24. It says, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. You know what I notice about that scripture? It says, I will rejoice. It's like you're making a choice. I will. I choose to rejoice in this day, every day. It's not like I woke up and I felt it and there we are. We're good to go. No, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will be glad. I will be glad. I choose to be thankful. Again, it's a daily habit. It's part of our prayer. The Bible says, enter his gates into the presence of God with thanksgiving in your heart. We've got to choose to be thankful for all of the different things. I want to show you a little video clip. It's about gratitude and explains what I'm talking about. Have a look at the screen.
There it is. A little bit funny, a little bit true. It's just a change of perspective sometimes, isn't it? Because we can just take things for granted and we do live in a beautiful, free country and there's so many things that we can be thankful for. And if we choose to make time every day to thank God for those things and to just put that as a priority in our world, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on all your problems? Are you focusing on the things that are stressing you out? Let me encourage you, when you come into the presence of God, focus on the good. Thank Him for all the things that He's done for you, for saving you, for giving you peace, that access to Him. Choose to have an attitude of gratitude every day. So it's another challenge for you. This month, can you every day either write down or express to God the things that you're thankful for? Can you choose to rejoice in your day and say, God, I'm so thankful for who you are, for what you've done for me, what you have for me, that even despite what I'm going through, that I believe all things work together for good to those who love God and serve according to his purposes, that, hey, I don't like the stuff, I don't like the pressures or the, or the burdens or the situations that I'm facing, but I choose to be thankful that you're teaching me things, that you're building faith in me, that you're building character in me, that things are going to work for good. And if you'd have that focus, that change of perspective, then it brings this lightness in you and sets you up for the promise which this scripture has. And that's my third point is receive, remember the promise of God, that scripture that goes on to say, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Can I invite our um, worship team to come up right now? So you have to receive it. You have to allow the peace of God to wash over you. God so much wants to put peace in your heart, but you need to come before Him and with prayer and supplication through thanksgiving, making all your requests known to God and you can bring that stuff to Him. And then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, despite what you're going through, despite what's happening in your life, in your circumstances, the things that you're facing, He wants to bring peace into your heart. The Bible says out of your heart flows the issues of life. This is that inner peace that you can have, that you can access. Peace in your heart and peace in your mind. You know how there's times that our mind can just get carried away on us. Sometimes our imaginations can go run ahead of us. There's things that happen and it just freaks you out from one thing to the next to the next. This is like stopping all of that. You know, there's times sometimes when you lie down at night and you put your head on the pillow and you feel like the mind just start ticking, ticking, ticking. Or maybe you go to sleep okay, but you wake up in the nighttime. And that's when all those things start to harass you. I'd encourage you to have a go-to scripture at that time. Because there's, like I said, there's so many things that can help you. For me, pretty much... That my go-to scripture, if I can't get to sleep or if I wake up in the night, is Psalm 23. Do you know it? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It doesn't even talk about peace, but I know that it brings me peace. He makes me lie down in green pastures. It's that rest. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in his paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, He is with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
He prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies and it just brings peace to me. As I say that scripture, and I might say it over and over until I feel it, I feel the presence of God come. I feel like I'm changing my focus off the stuff that I'm not even trying to think about. It just comes, right? If you wake up in the night, it's not like you've been thinking about it. It's just there. But as you speak the Word of God, as you have, so you need to read the Word, you need to memorise the Word, because that didn't just come to me because I, someone said it one time, I, I've memorised that scripture and it brings life to me, it brings peace to me. Allow it to wash over you. It's like water from a well. We need to access that well daily. And maybe we don't need to do that in a country like ours, but in some countries they actually have to take a daily trip or more than once a day to a well where they access that water that can wash over them and that can stuff comes off them and then fills them with the good stuff. And it's accessing that well, drinking in that peace and trusting God that things are going to work out. He's got you. I want to pray for us this morning. I want to release that peace over us. We all need it in our lives. Sometimes there's stuff gets on us and it's not through our own fault, but we get bombarded with lies from the enemy. And the the Bible says the devil's walking around, you know, seeking whom he can devour. Something, someone who can steal off, rob off, destroy off. He doesn't want you to have peace. He wants to rob you of your peace. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee. Sometimes you just have to take authority over that discouragement thought, those lies thought, those anxious thoughts. So we can we stand to our feet this morning? Because I want to pray for you guys. I know there's some people that you're really under it at the moment. You feel the discouragement. You feel the cloud on you. I want to pray off that that off you today and I want to release peace over every person in this place would you just lift your hands to him this morning oh God I thank you that you want us to live an abundant life I thank you Jesus that you want us to be peace filled Lord you are the Prince of Peace Jesus we're asking that you would come right now and breathe on us Lord God oh we thank you that you're a good God oh we know there's an enemy that wants to rob us of our peace so right now I just come I take authority over every spirit of discouragement over every spirit of anxiety, over every heaviness, every cloud. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you and say, get off our people today. In Jesus' name, I take authority over the cloud, the opposition, every lie, and I pull it down in Jesus' name. We are free. Devil, you are defeated. You are under our feet. Lord, right now, I release the peace of God. Surpasses all understanding. Lord, despite what we're going through, despite our circumstances, Lord, we reach out to you, Lord God, and we ask that you would release the peace that surpasses all understanding over every heart, over every mind. Lord, you release it afresh that you wash the stuff off. Lord, that you breathe life, that you come and you release peace. Wash over every person. Oh, that there be a stillness. There would be a lightness. There would be a hope restored. Oh, Jesus, that you come. Prince of peace, wash over us. Fill us with your peace. Let us be encouraged today that you're with us. You're going before us. Everything's going to be okay. We can trust in you as we lean into you, God. You release your presence on us. In the name of Jesus, everybody said.
Amen. Amen. Did you feel that this morning? Did you feel that peace? That's why I got you to stand up. Sometimes you get, you feel it so much you fall asleep. I don't want that. You can do that later. You can access that in your home, not while you're driving. Okay. Not while your spouse is talking to you. All right. But you can access that. And I would encourage you this month, if you accept that challenge, accept either of those challenges, to take all that stuff every day, give that stuff to God. Just give it to Him, walk away from it, let it wash off you. Or to go to Him with thanksgiving and just make that your focus if that's something that you need to do. Just say, yes, Lord, I will accept the challenge in this month of December. Hey, God bless you guys. I'm trusting that God is going to be with you as you go out of here. Some things that you've learned today are going to help you access peace and access that exchange. I'm going to hand over to Teresa right now. Thank you.